0: And never be a whoa, whoa, boom, boom, man. I'm
1: in love, I'm in love, I'm in love I don't care, 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 care. Previously on Sorta Naked Wait Nakedly I'm Sorta Previous Not that Sorta previously someone was naked Never mind If I were my own boss I would fire myself Okay. Take 2 Yeah now we're the Nico. I'm nervous about this sweater. I was wearing. I've been wearing this all day. And earlier, I was FaceTiming my sister Emily, and I was walking around carrying Nico. And AJ goes, "Mom, your boobs hanging on. It. I have a bra, on. but sure enough, it was quite revealing. So
0: that's why I bought it for.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The day started with repeating what worked yesterday, which was schooling the boys before daybreak even, literally. And it's really nice. I I thought that it would... I don't know what I thought. I just hadn't thought that this could work. It's only two days in a row. By tomorrow, who knows? Maybe I'll be crying in my breakfast cereal because it's not working anymore. But it was good. So that was a good start on the day.
0: So we have a regular, oft-repeated statement here in our home it works so well i quit doing
1: it yeah well
0: and that's my question
1: yeah you say often competed, you don't ask yourself that you are often asking me
0: what did i do or not do
1: <laughs>
0: there are things if you want to look for them there are things i don't and i don't mean that as a
1: no I know it's true
0: a hurtful statement it's not
1: it's, it's not hurtful because it's true it it's is.
0: it's a statement that actually came from a profession many years ago where we would look up and find ourselves running on a treadmill rather than making progress right and just say oh yeah that one thing it worked so well I quit doing it right and It was a friendly way to joke and remind ourselves, hey you idiot you already found the thing why'd you why'd you quit right.
1: Anyway, did it two days in a row. It's working great. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Well,
0: I hope you keep doing it.
1: Okay. After that, I folded some laundry. We are so perpetually behind on laundry. This I used to be in every day, just keep the laundry flowing. This uh, quarantine time has completely derailed that long-time system of mine. Anyway, I had to fold some laundry and get some more going because people were running out of underwear, and that's when... System start to fall apart. It's a
0: big deal. Right? It's a big deal.
1: Especially for
0: you. Especially
1: for me. I
0: have, if I'm being honest, and I try to be honest. Yes. I have this... Some people have, like, nightmares of, oh, I was at school naked, or I had a test and I didn't study for it. I have this very irrational, long-lasting thing that I'll have no clean underwear.
1: Mm -hmm. And... And sometimes that nightmare, it's a, sometimes it's a living nightmare. No, actually. You wake up and it's true. Well, it's almost
0: true. It's sort of true. <laughs> Here's what happens. Okay. So, my routine. I get up, I go to the dresser, I grab whatever it is, t-shirt, underwear, things that I'm going to put on after I shower. And then I head towards the shower. And... Let me let me sidebar briefly and say that my family, and I don't know why, heavy H why, but my family has a history of calling underwear underbutts.
1: Like your family of origin.
0: My family of origin. Yes, yes. Okay. The only thing I can figure out is that my dad yeah. was quite the character, mm-hmm. and. It was just one <laughs> of the like things a, he said. totally
1: feels like a phrase that he coined, yes. for sure.
0: And so and then over time, it got shortened from under butts to butts, period. Yeah. And so I'll get up to go get my T-shirt and my butts. <laughs> and when the butts aren't there, then it gives me the opportunity to fully redneck myself straight out of the gate. Yeah. And be like, Maggie, where are my butts? <laughs> And there's always a clean pair. I can't remember a time that there hasn't been a clean pair. They just haven't been in my drawer. So I have that anxious moment. Yes. Of confrontation.
1: Right. So they'll be somewhere folded or unfolded in a basket of clean clothes or like this morning, just in the dryer still. Right. So anyway, that was good motivation to get the laundry train moving again because it's been slow on the tracks. So did that. But pretty much after that, you and I plunged ourselves headfirst into the project of getting video, the audio from our videos stripped, converted, and...
0: All kinds of stuff. Yes. Because also there was editing of the video that dropped all the stuff. It was, for the duration, it was practically a fully awesome day, no matter how it felt in the process.
1: Yeah. That's true. Thursdays are traditionally, and they have been for years, a big sort of awesome work day here. Back to the days when I would edit on Thursday Especially night.
0: Especially those days. Yes.
1: But even still, I, because I am going to talk about this in a second. I am so completely deadline driven. I can get my things done. Again, five years of creating a podcast every week. I can get it done, but I just like cannot find the energy to do the thing that needs to be done until that deadline is creeping up. And so even though we have an editor now who edits the main Friday shows, I still record and edit the ads that drop in. Now, thankfully, because of our current economic crisis attached to adjacent to the COVID crisis, uh, now I only I only had one ad to do this week. <laughs> but there are weeks when there would be, you know, four uh, ads, sometimes even five where I needed to record those, edit those, get those dropped. My editor sends me the completed file on Thursday. Anyway, Thursdays are still a big work day for Sorta Awesome. That has remained the same. But today with Sorta Awesome Plus, we were doing all kinds of things throughout the day that we normally would not be doing. Yes. It was a a time and work intensive day.
0: In the immortal words of someone that wasn't me, it was a day of snapping necks and cashing checks. (laughs) Even though no necks were snapped and we didn't get paid today. Yeah. But it was, yes.
1: Was it a day when we were able to kick ass with class?
0: Yes. Oh. And that's a topic that needs to be explored in depth at another time. Because, that's from your
1: football coaching days. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's a that's a long... <laughs> it hurts at the beginning. There's a happy ending-ish. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would say... If there was a way, we found it and did it.
1: Well, here's what's interesting to me. And several of you superstars have commented in the Facebook group, like, oh my gosh, you guys are doing so great. You're doing so much. And that is true. Mm -hmm. I think people have probably been almost taken aback with the consistency of new content coming out. And you guys, I'm telling you, this right here is the difference between having a J-type who is in charge of a production schedule and a P-type because for a P-type to have like a thing that needs to get done because I live in this world of possibility and it's really hard for me to make decisions and find the energy to like move forward, then I can stay in, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. Like the same thing. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. The same thing, just going over it and over it in my mind I can stay that in that place for weeks or months on end. For you, like if a thing needs to be done, you woke up this morning, and you're like, okay, we're getting that audio, we're we're stripping it, we're editing it, and it's going in the feed, and we're gonna do it. And like, I just it's I wish and we I did, it's and there did.
0: right now as we record. Yes, it's there one exactly. through eleven.
1: This is what is eternally fascinating to me. About that J energy, that compulsion, that need mm-hmm. to get done. Like I said earlier, for me, a deadline compels me to act. I don't like to miss a deadline.
0: Let me propose okay. a perspective. Okay. I am, and I'll just gratuitously extend this mm-hmm. to J's, though okay. I refuse to be boxed in oh my uh, and categorized. Okay. I am, good. there's not a lot of stuff I'm good at, but I am very good at breaking a large thing down into bite-sized pieces. And this is not a criticism. It seems like that's a difficulty. Yes. For you. Yes. Maybe for your whole personality type. I don't know. I think that's fair. So perhaps, and I want your opinion on this. Because I can see these bite-sized pieces, Mm -hmm. I'm more enthused about take the bite, Mm -hmm. do the piece. Right. And I can do that even cognizant that there's a whole meal over here on the side. I can look at the one bite right now and be like, I can eat that. I can do that. Look at me. I'm a big boy. I can eat that bite.
1: I mean, this is a this is a thing that going back years, even before you and I ever met, that my sister and I would struggle with because she's an INFJ, so very similar to you. But she feels. Well, again, I don't know what F stands for. It is. It was a different? Yes, the feeling and thinking functions are different. There. Okay. But she's also very, very compelled toward action. And also she would get so frustrated with me because she'd ask me how to do a thing. And I would be like, well, you just, you just open the thing and you just do it. And like, I would have no concept of how to break it down into steps. And she'd be like, what do you mean you just do it? And I would literally not be able to, I could know how to do a thing. Like for example, her first day of college, we went to the same college. I was a junior junior. As she was a freshman, incoming freshman, I'd been going to school there for two years. It's a small campus. I knew the whole place. I worked on campus. I knew the whole place like the back of my hand.
0: Had the administration eating out of the palm of your brilliant hands. Okay,
1: no, But. It's true. (laughs) So she comes to me with her schedule in hand. She wants me to walk her from class to class to show her step by step. Like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you should take this route and go to these buildings and blah, blah, blah. Tuesdays and Thursdays, it looks like this. I got so annoyed with her i was like i don't know you just take your schedule you just find the building you just do it (laughs) it was like this huge fight between us she was like you're being so mean why can't you just tell me like how to get from Place place A to place B.
0: Show me the bites.
1: Exactly. But my brain doesn't work that way. My brain is very much in the realm, especially as an ENFP, with extroverted intuition as my first cognitive function. That means I'm just like taking all this information all the time, but I don't really have a strong drive to do anything with that information. And so when I look at a thing, it's like all I can see is the big picture. And I experience the world so big picture that moving into that realm of breaking things down into smaller bites is really, it can be really uncomfortable for me. Another problem is, and this may be a bigger problem for some ENFPs than others, but even if I can break things down into bites while I'm eating the bite, I'm constantly distracted by all of this other information coming in. So I can be working on, as I was working on this audio For these episodes, I was working on the audio, but I was also in Slack trying to set up the agenda for Kelly and I to record our next episode. I'm checking our bank account to see if our stimulus thing has landed yet. I mean, like, I'm doing, like, all of these different things as I'm trying to focus on the next step in this bigger process.
0: So, strength, weakness, however anybody wants to measure that, Mm -hmm. I'm... So oblivious to the things that don't apply to the bite mm. that I regularly do not know the day of the week.
1: Okay. That's
0: certainly fair. not the date of yeah. the month and on occasion, not the month of the year. <laughs> I am so used to this in myself that I'm no longer ashamed of it. It's right. just like, yeah, okay. Okay how important was it after all to know those things
1: right right
0: so circling back then to kind of bring some 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 underbutt support <laughs> to this whole <laughs> perspective we did not only did we both work on stuff for sort of awesome media today mm-hmm. we We really hammered it home. We did a lot of work. We got a lot accomplished in a short number of hours. In the meantime, while you were raising five kids, two puppies and a man-child, and I was running a business and other things, this all got done. Mm -hmm. We did it probably better in cooperative fashion than a lot of other endeavors that we've pursued. Yes, yes. How come?
1: I think because it's something that you and I both care about.
0: Well, certainly. Certainly. But there's a lot of things we both care about that you abuse me over.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sad tear. Uh Uh-huh. Yes.
0: Would it be unfair to say that in some magical way... You were able to see the bite-sized pieces that I had presented to you and that each of us could just hammer away at it. And before we knew it, we were literally down to minutes before we started this. And within minutes, 11 episodes went live in audio only for the podcast preferers, And Mm -hmm. it was kind of amazing.
1: It really was. It was a lot of work that got done in a limited number of hours in focus because you mm-hmm. also were taking phone calls and trying to, mm-hmm. you got some stuff working with your real, your day job. <laughs> my real job. <laughs> that had to be done today. Which my
0: real job is to spread mayonnaise on hot dogs.
1: <laughs> Business
0: has been not so good as you might imagine. <laughs> Yeah, where do you go from there? Well,
1: I will also (laughs) say this: after our lengthy conversation about gravy and especially white gravy yesterday, we stopped recording, and Kyle was like, "I'm making gravy tonight."
0: Well, what can we dip it? Wait, wait, wait. What can we dip? This is what happened. This is what happened. (laughs) The the moment that my finger went, (laughs) Bing, and touched the end button, Uh AJ was like,
1: "I want gravy." Yeah, that's true. That's a true fact.
0: And it doesn't take much to push me over the edge of.
1: Mm-hmm. Gravy
0: agreement. Yes. So we were like, okay, what do we what do we want to have that yeah. warrants gravy? Yeah. So that we don't have to feel shameful about just drinking gravy for dinner. Which I may or may not have done
1: mm-hmm. at some
0: point in my life. I don't know. And yeah, so we we went that whole path. We did. We and did. then we had more there was some gravy conversation in the superstars hangout
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was stellar somebody. I'm a terrible human and I apologize to you awesome that's in that group. Names are my nemesis. It's
1: it's Achilles heel.
0: She asked brilliantly. She pointed out that she'd grown up uh, with parents who were from Louisiana and said she would only had brown gravy up until an age. Having some confusion, maybe in this whole gravy mapping. And I was I had that. Yahtzee, not Eureka, the Yahtzee moment to say, oh, yes, we forgot completely about Cajun gravy. Oh,
1: yeah. Which,
0: it, which uses the roux, which uses the Cajun trinity of vegetables. Which you
1: do all the time. I do cooking. it a
0: ton. And it, it like angelically hovers above the color of the gravy because it mm-hmm. is a, a texture and a richness of flavor and things. And you can put that. You could put that on your hot dogs instead of mayonnaise. It's excellent. <laughs> I'm very passionate about the Cajun gravy.
1: I mean, you, you really do. Like, probably three to four nights a week when you're
0: lately like, something. Lately. Like, well, we kind of travel in trends, and lately we've, we've done more of that.
1: Yes, but it is a staple in well, what you...
0: It's a staple think. because we do a lot of Cajun food. I yeah. learned to... Originally right. learned to cook from mm-hmm. a... True Cajun, and so absolutely, that's going to have a major influence on that "quote unquote" art that
1: mm-hmm. goes on there. Yeah. All right. Now I'm hungry again. And so now we're
0: hungry, and we're thinking about Cajun gravy.
1: <laughs> Let's go see what we have in the kitchen.
0: I know we've got dog food, and we've got <laughs> Cajun gravy. Hmm.
1: We're all set for dinner. So set. <laughs> Find a good
0: movie that's got. Dubbing into the English language,
1: mm-hmm. what
0: more could you
1: want? I mean, we are good to go. All so right. that's us for today. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in, whether on your own video or now.
0: Now on, on podcast. Yeah, in
1: the podcast feed. So thank you guys. I did an internet search for how can we save humanity? Number one on the list was teach children to be respectful by showing them where things come from. Show them how food is made. Make it with them. This is a clear reference to gravy. Is anyone really surprised?